Hey, hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Soph. And I'm Nat. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party, party of, of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hey, 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 Travel Brats. Soph coming to you live from the studio, and I have a special guest with me here today, Ryan Holloman with Seasoned Salsa. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Going well. How are you? Good, good, good. We are so excited to have you. I know that uh, you are a Fort Myers local, well, a Florida local who now lives in Fort Myers, Florida, and you started a salsa company, which I totally want you to tell our brats all about before we start anything. But brats, just so you guys know, we're starting a new series called Florida Fun with Ryan because he knows the ins and outs of a lot of great cities in Florida and we'll be starting with Clearwater today. But before we start telling you guys all about the best food and entertainment to find when you're in Clearwater, Ryan, just tell us a little bit about your background, how you started to get into the food industry and why salsa. (laughs) All right. So a little bit about my background is, yes, I did grow up in Florida. Most of my life I've actually spent in Fort Myers, um, but going back to where my family is from, I actually feel like I know the place better than Fort Myers every single time I go. Um, I'm actually a business major uh, when it comes to there, and then I'm an entrepreneurship minor. So, But I do spend most of my time at the entrepreneurship school. I find that I just find a better belonging there. Yeah. Um, I started getting into cooking, which is kind of which what what leads into the salsa, um, where my mom was a teacher and she would always work herself to death, and we come home, dad gets home around six or seven, nobody wants to cook food, so I was like, oh, I'll get into cooking. I was always really interested in it. I loved, um, you know, being the person who made food for people. I found that it actually gave people the uh, instant gratification, which right. is always nice to see. So you know, would make goofy things would actually start to learn how to properly cook mm-hmm. um, and which more leads into the salsa is that the salsa is actually a recipe that my mom uh, created when oh, she was no trying way. to make a cucumber salad and <laughs> she didn't great. have any cucumbers and she used zucchini instead oh. she's a big zucchini I, I think my entire life there's always been zucchini on the table whether it's roasted or or uh, steamed or whatever not it's always been on there um, yeah. So when she used it, uh, she actually just chopped it up mm-hmm. and instead of being like slices. And she brought it to the pool. And when I was a kid, you know, is your snack on the pool side. Right. And you guys so, were healthy kids, weren't you? She tried very hard to make us healthy kids. I think we she, she would give in. You know, we, we had fruit snacks and juice and whatnot. But for the most part, yes, it was as as healthy as you could get us to eat. My brother's a, uh, pick, a pickier eater than I am. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's me. I will eat anything. My brother and I will eat anything. My siblings are a little pickier. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so, for instance, like, I talk about zucchini. I hate squash. I cannot really? stand squash. And, and they're so similar, but for some reason, huh. I just can't do it. Well, I know. I love <laughs> zucchini, and I don't like, like, all vegetables. I have a really hard time eating vegetables. If they're in salsa, boom, done. But my <laughs> husband hates um zucchini i don't know why because he'll eat every vegetable but i know people that love um this is so random we talked about this in our southwest florida foodie series but um i hate asparagus interesting yeah and that's like probably my worst like i'll eat just about any vegetable but asparagus i i hate the way that it's difficult to cut unless it's like i guess really mushy steamed steamed well and i hate i just i just hate the taste of it interesting yeah i mean i would say there's plenty plenty of uh fancier 
restaurants usually put enough salt, pepper, and cheese on it that you probably to make it taste. <laughs> I know that so. it's like it's funny because like I'm kind of a food snob sometimes, and then I'll, honestly on another side of things I will eat anything. But for some reason, zucchini, I just I mean not zucchini. Um, what am asparagus. I? Asparagus. I'm like, see, I can't even. It's whose name we shall not speak of. <laughs> asparagus. I just don't know. And that's like the fancy like pairing with steak. You know, if you yeah, go to a fancy absolutely. restaurant, they're always like steak and asparagus. I do like if you put like a vinegary Dijon sauce over yeah. it. Like, but I'll like drown it in cheese or drown it in salt and pepper or drown it in that. That means I just really don't like the taste of the actual. I mean, if, if, if not, that's what a salad is, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, it is what a salad is. That's why I'm like one. healthy, but I'm not healthy because I'll have salad like maybe like five times a week, but I'll just like pour Olive Garden store-bought dressing all over it. Yeah. yeah no. See, that's what I had to learn as a kid is it's like, you know, you always have a salad and you drown enough ranch in it, you know, you can get down the salad, but you also realize that you've also eaten like a thousand calories worth I, of ranch. <laughs> I remember reading something somewhere, this could take it or leave it be true or not, depending on what is exactly in the Caesar dressing, but like Caesar salad is like just as many calories as like a, some sort of plain-ish burger. But it's like, I believe that because the dressing is so high in calories. Absolutely. I mean, it, you definitely have a little bit of that, uh, you egg in it, actually, which is kind of the same thing as, like, putting mayonnaise in it. Oh, see, um, there you go. And That's it's such high problem. sodium, too, that you might as well just, I mean, you're going to be smelling, like, Caesar, Caesar dressing. Yeah, over. exactly. Well, well, speaking of, you have made a particularly healthy salsa. Tell us a little bit yeah, about that. So, again, and we're talking about zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um, the brand of salsa is my company's name is Seasoned Salsa. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that I'm using seasonal vegetables um, to provide salsa that isn't necessarily your average salsa that you get from the store. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely recognizable as salsa. It tastes amazing. Um, not necessarily my words, although why would I not say that it tastes amazing? Um, but and to your to your husband's issue is that people don't recognize that there's zucchini in it. Um, wow. So uh, a lot of people go, they'll, they'll ask what it is. And when I tell them, I go, oh, I've never had that before. Huh. So zucchini specifically is the summer vegetable that is chosen is for the seasonal for the seasonal summer uh, salsa. Nice. And the idea is that the business will run um, kind of kind of similar to how you have drops for like fashion, mm-hmm. where it's only available for a certain amount of time. Oh, that's cool. So it's three different st- uh, styles. You have a pico, you have a blended, and you have a combination of the two to kind of give that chunkier salsa um, feel to those, you know, to those people who like a chunkier salsa than just standard blended okay. uh, style. Um, and because of that, it'll end up being, you know, three months, then those will go away. And then was it We're in summer now? So winter, you know, winter coming oh, and, uh, winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, winter and fall. I haven't actually figured out a winter one yet. Um, specifically it becomes a little bit difficult because you start getting into, more salad vegetable territory uh-huh. than salsa vegetable territory. Uh-huh, um, but however, fall, um, I had considered doing a uh, a black bean and corn salsa, which is Ooh, it, which is absolutely a, a fall vegetable. That's very corn is fall. a fall vegetable. Mm-hmm. But when I started making it and testing it before I finalized anything, I actually found that it would be a very interesting canned uh, burrito filler. And the idea is that all you have to do is technically add chicken, steak, or whatever meat of choice, or just have it straight out of the out of the jar, and it would fill an entire burrito or two. I really like that because a lot of times we'll pour salsa if we're just if we're eating taquitos the real American way, then we'll just pour (laughs) like chunky salsa on our like you know steak or and whatever and beans. You know, you put beans on tacos, American tacos. You put lots of beans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Black beans. But, it, but again, it's black, it'll be black, black beans and corn. Uh, it's funny, to do black beans, I actually will probably have to buy non, 
Um, well, most people buy canned black beans. I might actually have to buy fresh black beans because of okay. how much actual water comes out of the cans that it stains everything brown. And really? it just doesn't look good. So a big huh. portion of the El Salso is making sure that it's actually aesthetically pleasing because nobody wants to eat anything that's... Why does this like, look like throw up? Why, is it, like, why is it brown? Yeah. Like that, right? Yeah, so you yeah. still have to sell maintain the color of salsa while also right. keeping the ingredients hmm. correct. So like I said, it's made for a summer salsa. And uh, with the... Uh, blend it in the combination. I do add um, two different peppers to essentially give it a little bit of heat. Uh, it's a serrano and a cubanella. That's not no, that's not a secret. That's just standard peppers that you serrano buy when it comes peppers, there. Yeah. So the cubanella is there for a little tanginess that goes into it to kind of add to the rest of the flavor. It also is there to technically complement um, the vinegar that I use, which is also not, not it's not that much, but it's enough to actually get um, a little bit of preservation that goes into there, um, along with obviously the canning process. Nice. Um, but it complements that, so you don't have to wonder why you have a vinegary taste in salsa. <laughs> yeah. Which you don't actually notice. It's Again, it's it's more there to complement it so that it's masked. And then the sereno for a nice little slow burn that goes into it. That I could easily good. make it hotter, and a lot of people ask, like, well, when are you going to make a hotter salsa? And the answer is I will. Um, it's more the idea that if I'm going to start a first product, I'm not going to exclude anybody. No, you got to pick the, the the product that will be the most widely liked, the most widely used. Absolutely. So, again, it, it gives the idea that, yes, there is a hotter salsa, so if you don't want something plain, there it is. It's meant for flavor, not right. for heat. There, you so. got to start somewhere. Yeah, we get that. Absolutely. That's really cool. Cool. And so, so that's going well. Uh, we can't wait for in the upcoming episodes to give the Travel Brats updates on your company and how it's doing. Absolutely. And, um, but that's really cool, guys. That's a little bit of background on Ryan for you. And uh, I can't wait to get into Clearwater. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> um, so primarily, we're going to discuss food and entertainment. Am I right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Let's start with food because we're on the subject. All right. Um, give me some of your favorite restaurants. Tell me if they're breakfast, lunch, dinner, kind of what's up. So, I mean, when I was there, I always actually used to go to a lot of places that my grandfather went to. And um, if I dug deeper and started basically naming out little small diners and whatnot, uh-huh. um, then it really wouldn't be... Uh, interesting in a way because i'll put it this way if i told you about a church's chicken you're like what's church's chicken (laughs) i've had church's chicken that's pretty darn good my my grandfather has made great friends with the people over at at church's chicken um so much so that the lady knows him obviously by what he looks like but has uh, graciously called him honey every time he goes in there so i walk in there and it's it's as if it's just a whole another family that i get introduced to every time i'm over there so that's really fun it's it's honestly just it's it's more about the family oriented. It's more about feeling like a place that people want you to be, not the idea that you're a nuisance of a table of seven with your family and they roll your eyes and hope that you ch- that you tip well. well yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah, but really, that's the thing about small businesses that I love so much. It's like the community and getting to know the owner, and they're Absolutely. always passionate about their business, and that's that's small restaurants. You yeah. Know? Um, so, not necessarily where my grandfather took me or my family. Um, but the first one I think that I brought up was Frenchie's. Now, mm-hmm. Frenchie's is well-known. It's not necessarily anything that people don't know. Or if they hear the name, it's everywhere. They have small shacks to have, like, quick things to go. And they also have the main um, the main restaurant. Like I said, it's it's the idea, though, is that it's been there ever since Clearwater's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, was That's it, cool. Yeah, so, 19, so 1981, 81, it's kind of okay. said it's been serving... Um, as much fresh fish as they can get when it's, um, oh. I believe, what is it? It's, um, oh, 
I'm trying to remember the crab. It a uh, uh, stone crab. So Ooh, when stone yum. crab season happens, that's when actually all the locals will rush over to Frenchies because for some reason they always have the best. Yeah. Other other restaurants will do it because it's in season, but mm-hmm. Frenchies like serves you two on a plate and that's it. And it's yum. just you order them and order them and order them until you're done. Um, but they actually are well known for their grouper sandwich. Florida has uh, kind of a I'll put a silent war over who has the best grouper sandwich. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I love I'll, grouper sandwich. Like, is it blackened or? I think obviously you can choose which way it comes. Okay. When it's like Cajun blackened, I love fried, blackened. just uh, normal. So I'll put it this way: we have Fort Myers, we have Duck Fords. Mm-hmm. Duck Fords has a grouper sandwich that they that they claim is one of their best. Yeah. It's, you know who else has a really good grouper sandwich? Black and grouper is. Um, Oh, I just forgot the name. Uh, they're in Naples, Brooks Burgers. Okay, I haven't yeah. gone, I haven't been there. Oh man, I mean that they have like a like a crazy donut burger and like all these themed burgers oh, and gosh. shakes. It's really good though. I know it sounds disgusting. No, no, and my you first have to... donut burger was in Texas, so okay. I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I mean honestly, <laughs> I have to split it with someone, and I can hardly make it through half without feeling kind of. Mm. But they have the best like sweet potato fries, milkshakes. Um, but they're I mean they're like oh they're black and grouper sandwich mm-hmm. is like. Top notch. Some tartar sauce, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. It has to be specific tartar sauce. If it's too, I've had, like, and they make it too more, like, too mayonnaise Yes, like, it's not. I don't not... want mayonnaise on a fish. I no, this sauce. is, everything about it's great. I have yeah. a feeling Frenchie's, maybe if not better, as equally good. But that sounds I, like It's a good funny, spot. I don't necessarily have an opinion because I've had both. Mm-hmm. The thing is that I've probably gone to. Doc, Doc Ford's more than I've had. A, I've had a been a Frenchies. Right. But again, it's when I'm when I'm at my parents' place, the topic of going to Frenchies usually comes up. <laughs> so isn't that fun to go home and then go to your favorite restaurants that like aren't yeah. where you moved or where you currently live? Absolutely. I love to go home to my parents and, and go to like local Atlanta spots. But yeah, okay, so that's Frenchies, 1981, really good fish. Try the grouper sandwich, guys. Um, And then the next one you talked about was Jimmy's Crow Nest. Well, absolutely. We can go to Jimmy Crow's, but if we're talking about actual just restaurants, we might want to actually uh, go with Island Way. So Island Way is actually more restaurant style, but it's, it's, it's just all seafood. Huh? And what it is is that they actually are known for their Sunday morning brunch. Okay. Um, so yes, you do get a lot of older people when they're over there. So right. wait, But th- what they what they have found is that yes, do the old people always come and they always fill all of the uh, all the spaces? Uh-huh. Absolutely. But they always want new uh, 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 newer and young uh, newer customers and younger customers to come on there because they're also a bar. They also have wine. Right. There, there yeah. are other things to do. Um, um, on top of that, they have a all day buffet that you can just go for of all uh, seafood. That sounds good. And then they have a sushi bar, so it's oh. like it's 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 a huge place. It's one stop shop. Technically, they own the restaurant that's next door to them as well, but it does not hold a candle to the original restaurant of Island Way. That sounds so really good. It's, it is expensive. I'll put it that. I was going to say it's, that's it the first expensive. thing I just thought of is how how expensive it is. So it's a little more pricey than say Absolutely. going to I'll put it this way. to the cafe, you, Frenchie's cafe. You're going to get good food. It's right. not like you're paying. It's not like you're paying uh, high price for also like experience. I was going to say more, there's not a lot of sushi buffets that I like. That's because, very true. Uh, you know, you got to be nah, careful with those. I'll put it this way: the one I think it's what Ginza that's around here. Ginza everybody the, likes actually. Yeah. Some people may think I'm gross, but there's another one around here called Jingdu that's actually not not I not that bad. I am a seasoned veteran of Jingdu. Oh, you are. Okay, my, I was gonna say friends, I actually really like Jingdu. My friend's Jingdu. dad has a lifetime 10% pass. Are you serious? Absolutely. Let's go to dinner. <laughs> let's, go, let's do it, man. Let's go Jingdu. I love. I actually really like the sushi at Jingdu. See, you're you're gonna ask me what kind of friends I hang out with, but the friend whose dad has the pass, he goes to Jingdu, eats chicken tenders and fries. 
Oh my! <laughs> Seriously? Or he's also so the guy who he's also the guy who only eats like he eats like he's still a six year old just because he. I have friends like that. That they is how the closed minded like his palate is. Yeah. So um, it, the part Yuri's part is like now that he is uh, well, he's a firefighter, but now that he's out there and he doesn't really get a choice of what he gets to eat. Um, you know, it's eat your broccoli, eat this, because you might not know when you're going to be able to eat again. So he comes, he comes up to me and he goes, Brian, you wouldn't believe. He's like, I had broccoli. I'm like, why is this a surprise? Like, <laughs> like you're just as old as Get I am. That's me with vegetables, though. That I, I'm drinking my, my green juice right now, but I, I'm that's me with vegetables. I forget. Okay, and if it's not broccoli, I'm really not that interested in it. Mm. Or Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. We already talked about asparagus. I won't go there. I won't take a second. <laughs> I, won't, I won't do it. I won't do it. But, okay. So you've kind of got your your fun seafood, a little more casual. Then you've got your more upscale seafood. Absolutely. With Island Way. And then uh, what? T- talk to us a little bit about, like, is there any Mexican? Or? Yeah, so you have uh, Casatina. So I know I have never eaten at Casatina. But it's also because um, be, me you, being... Are you, are you scared? I am not, but I'll put it, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, I am more or less half... Uh, Half Mexican, half Italian. You are? Yes. I would have so, never guessed. Um, my mom's side, uh, you have is, is the Mexican side. My dad's side um, is He's white. Is well, Just yeah. Is There's a lot of white Mexicans. Is is white, but you also kind of get the the same type of mix because they're originally from Texas. Okay. So. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> it, um, so when it comes to that, is that you, we are very picky on what kind of Mexican food you eat. Uh, you eat. I eat. <laughs> so it uh. It's not that we haven't been. It's more the idea that there's plenty of places that we enjoy that yeah. uh, are probably closer that we kind of know that if we want Mexican food that we'll be happy going to somewhere. Well, right. It's like when you go out, you want to, I mean, sometimes you want to try something new, but what we talked about this again in our Southwest Florida food series, the, one of the first episodes. It's like when you go out, sometimes you want to try something new, but how disappointing is it if you go out to a nice restaurant, spend a bunch of money, and it's like extremely average? Absolutely. It's like we should have gone to our favorite place. You know? sure. no, again, the reason I bring it up, it's kind of goofy to talk about a place that you've never been to. However, I do know the story of Casatina. And Casatina is uh, coming from a person who's an entrepreneur trying to start his own business. Uh-huh. It actually, it's a business that started in Miami. So you have Tina, who's obviously Casa Tina, is her restaurant. And ah, I get ha- it. Then you have Javier, whose Javier's restaurant was in Miami. Now, obviously, they're husband and wife, and they decided to create another restaurant that is her place okay. over here in Clearwater. Okay. So it's essentially all, everything that they have learned over in Miami from uh, Mexican style cooking their mistakes, and now it is refined over to Clearwater. Oh, so it's nicer and yeah, better tasting. Absolutely. So, <laughs> again, you, you, you have it, it's nice to kind of see the success of what you learn. Refine yeah. it and then be even successful again. Yeah, so you've the had their, rest, their restaurants in other locations. You've tried their stuff in other locations? I haven't had the one in Miami. I get, I've known I've known the story of Casatina before because well, it you, was... Well, you get recommended. Like, people you know love it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, see, that we get a lot. I mean, for us to humanly try every one of these restaurants that we talk about is like, um, in this not only in this episode, but in our series on Southwest Florida food, it's kind of impossible unless we want to eat out every night. But it's like, for we've sure. got so many recommendations from, from picky friends that well, it's like, okay. And absolutely. And the interesting thing that I find about Mexican food is that it's not necessarily the... Everyone jokes that Mexican food is like the same four ingredients put in different ways no. and it's different food. And the answer is yes, if you were to go to different Taco Bells around the world. I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> when you said the answer is no, I was like, 
Oh, when you said the answer was yes, I was like, uh, I was like, what are you talking about? You're a salsa man. Correct. Well, now you have culture that's bringing to it and family secrets and family ways of doing yeah. things. Well, so that's also why you get a different, go to different Mexican places. Yeah. And it's different. It's, yeah. I mean, you might. It's so, it's so fun. Why, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing is I've recently, because we visited Texas and I forgot how good A barbecue was and B Mexican. That's why I've gained like 20 pounds. <laughs> but like literally, I, I don't, I've never been like a, like my husband loves to go get Mexican. Like, what do you want tonight? Let's go out to eat. It's Friday night or Saturday night. Oh, Mexican. And I never go eat Mexican food out because my dad is half Italian, half Mexican. And like his, you know, he's always cooked us this like crazy cool, like medley Italian uh, Mexican food. He does the best like cabrito tacos on Sunday morning. So it's like to go out and eat like these nasty tacos from a random restaurant. Exactly. From random chain. I'm like, this is disgusting. Like. I don't, so I'll go out for Italian all the time. Well, even Italian, he makes such good pasta. But it's like, I'll go out for like seafood because mm-hmm. I can't do that at home. And my family doesn't do seafood a lot because they live in Georgia. I'll go, I'll go out for sushi, Asian, but like Mexican and Italian, a lot of times I'm very, I'm like a super snob. Uh, so I won't, you know, but I, I totally get that. And Mex- Mexican, if someone does it well in a restaurant, you're like, oh, best Mexican restaurant I've ever been to is Elote in Oh, is it Sedona, Arizona? I think it's Sedona, Arizona. So you're going to think I'm crazy because my favorite Mexican restaurant is a little place in Sebring, Florida that okay. I go to once a year. It is called, wow, it, you know how you were trying to remember and it just uh, Yep, just le- this poofed left. away. Well, we it can is, link it. It's all good. It's um. Anyways, it's just this little mom and pop restaurant that I go to every single year after um, after the 12 hours of Sebring race. So essentially, after all you're done partying cool. and everything, all the dust settles, you pack up and you go home, you just, you come back to just home-cooked Mexican food. Yeah. And it is as Those simple, it is as walls. simple as it gets. As simple as it gets. But it has never disappointed. Oh, that sounds really and good. It, it, the greatest part is we've gone, my family guys go, goes to that race, has gone, has gone to that race for 40 years. No it's way. Not like, it's not like we've gone to the same restaurant for 40 years. But they know every every year when that when the same time comes around, and it's the uh, the weekend of St. Patrick's Day. Uh-huh. We go there, we call, they have a table set up for us. It's, uh, it's, it's cool. as if it's, it's great to know that they expect us every single year. Wow. And no, so. that's cool. That's special. Oh, yeah. those You can't beat, sometimes you can't beat the hole-in-the-wall Mexican restaurants. Oh, absolutely. And then, then uh, if, I, if I can remember it, but the other thing is you're talking about barbecue and tacos. Here's the risk that I take every single time, mm-hmm. and it's roadside tacos and roadside Mexican. In Okay, not, here, sorry, not in Mexico. I meant roadside uh, barbecue, my bad. Okay, roadside tacos and roadside not, not Not in Mexico. Okay, I was going to say the street tacos in Mexico are amazing, but prepare yourself to throw up later. Absolutely. Yeah. But what I'm talking about, like, like around the area, if you have if you have the courage to stop on the side of the road and go get a taco from these places, these are the hardest working people that you will find who just want to serve you food. It's and amazing. it will be amazing every single time. There's a, a little place in Bonita, actually, here. Bonita Springs, and it's like one of those really. It's like a little tiny, like mm-hmm. shackish thing. It's not like just side of the road, but yeah. it's in like it's in the middle of like no, not nowhere. But it's like you, you creep over there and you like walk straight into when you walk straight through these little like um, the see through little hanging like thingies. Like the beads? Yeah, like the beads. Yeah. There's or, or like the flap. You know, in the doctor's office when they have the flaps, like the clear flaps. They're like that. Yes. You walk straight through that, and you're like in their kitchen, and they're like, "Hello, <laughs> what would you like?" It's so it's so like, "Hola," it's, it's so fun. And so fun. So that's that's Casa 
Tina. You all, I, I always want to say Casa Cantina. <laughs> you know, it's oh, Casa Tina. Yeah. Casa Tina. And then um, you got, you had a brewing company here that you wanted to talk about. Absolutely. So, uh, Big Storm Brewing. Now, I've, I've been to it once, but I was so impressed with what it is. Oh, and cool. it's local uh, Clearwater Beer Brewing. So, they have yeah. a whole bunch of different craft beers. Okay. Um, they also have a whole bunch of pub food that they, that they serve. And essentially, when you're eating, you are eating in the same place that all the beer is brewing. So you get to see all the giant kegs. You get to see everything that's around there. Um, And the food was fantastic. And obviously the beer just complements everything else. But I mean, I've had, I I had one that was um, a super sweet cherry but it was also oh. an ale, so you, I don't oh. it, like. It was a really nice kind of combination of like a dark, cool. a dark ale, and with a nice cherry undertone. Oh. I'm also a big honey ale guy, so anything that I can get a little bit of a, a little honey twist onto there, yeah. it, it always makes it really nice. Um, and that's a big orange guy, yeah. so um, you think his favorite wow. would be like a blue moon, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, really cool. So wow. again, stuff like that. But the other thing they do is they do coffee, and I have a big passion for coffee. Um, it was either coffee or alcohol, and I chose and I chose coffee. <laughs> Good choice. So, Good choice. <laughs> for me, the idea that I was able to actually pick up um, their bag of coffee, and it was uh, their signature espresso blend. I still remember to it to this day. It was um, mixed berries, dark chocolate, and tobacco is what it was all. Ooh, is, is what it was. Um, Sounds really ro- tasty. What it was roasted with. So you had this really nice, rich, dark tone of coffee with a slight little bit of a, a sweetness along with usually the bitter bite at the end. Um, but it wasn't as harsh with the sweetness of the mixed berries that were in there. Yeah, um, So I ground it up and uh, made myself a little nice espresso with it. And it's nice to know that it's a, a coffee company right down the road. That sounds amazing. Dang. Are you are you like an ale or like – or not ale. Are you like a sour or what? what's your type of go-to beer? Well, yeah, we just sat down and usually just... If we went to a brewing company, what would you typically Oh, gosh. I would probably... I usually get something that is... I would have to say mid, like like middle of the road. Like, like light. Like I don't go light. Um, I'm trying to remember what the one that it is. We'll take, like, Millennial. That's for us, right okay. down the road. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Dino DNA one or whatever it is. It's, like, right down the middle, and it's so easy to drink. Okay, it's yeah, something yeah. that I can actually... Something in the middle. Well, something that I can drink, but yeah. if I need to finish it, I can finish right, it. Right, <laughs> exactly. No, okay, that's a good point. And then we're... I think we're kind of wrapping up our food, but there was a cool place that you talked about where you could watch the sunset. Absolutely. So you have, you have uh, uh, Jimmy Cro- Jimmy's, Jimmy's Crow's Nest. And it's actually attached to a hotel. And not, not a lot of people know about it because huh. it's right next to a hotel. Why would you know about it? Huh. Um, and you can actually park in the same parking garage as all the hotel guests. As no matter how many stinking signs says there, nobody ever checks the parking Nobody's garage. Nobody's going to check, guys. <laughs> the travel routes did not tell you that. <laughs> so the reason the reason why you go there is because it's it's small enough to kind of be a little bit intimate, a little bit exclusive. But it actually lo- looks over the entire Clearwater Beach. So you get oh, to wow. see everything. That sounds now, great. Fantastic time. It's a fantastic place to go during the day as well. There's plenty of shade. You can go stay on the rooftop, have the breeze, see all the the, the waves crash. But if How you're, romantic. Exactly, right? If you happen to be there mm-hmm. during sunset, you get a free sunset shot. They will just go around oh, and give cool. you free shots. And again, it's 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 right when sunset happens. So it's not like they're you know it's not like they're passing it out every day, sure. But it's to only people who are there and it's only like once they start and they already passed them out, if you come a second late, you probably won't get one. High wow. chance you won't get one. That's really fun. Huh. Do you know? Do, is it the same kind of shot every night? Or yeah, it, it's just it's they just call it a sunset shot. It's if I had to guess, it's probably like vodka, grenadine, and orange juice or something like that. So. That sounds pretty sunsetty to me. Well, cool. And then 
besides that, because that kind of falls under entertainment, but there's a few more kind of exciting spots that you go in Clearwater to hang out. Sure. So, I mean, I'll I'll basically speak about the obvious. It's Clearwater Beach. You can't necessarily go to Clearwater without going to Clearwater Beach. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so... It's different not only because you get some really nice white cap waves. So, like, your in-head picture of what a beach looks like is Clearwater Beach. and Perfect pristine. Well, exactly. Yeah. And the best part is that the, the sand is so soft. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I, I equate it to powdered sugar. Okay. Um, it's <laughs> That's funny. awesome. Like we, Must feel nice in oh, the it's, tombs. Oh, it's so great. Well, not only is it nice because you get really cold sand in the beginning, um, even when it is hot, it is cooler because they have nice kind of shade from all the buildings. So okay. So it's like you're burning your feet as soon as you get in there. Right. But your, your feet actually just go right into the sand. Huh. So it's, you're not necessarily scorching yourself every time you step on the sand, under, unlike uh, pa- like packed sand. Usually. Okay. Like Fort yeah. Myers Beach will take it's definitely it not a bike riding beach. Definitely not. I mean, obviously with bike tires, you'd probably be fine, but, um, you know, any other bike, you'd probably get stuck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that sounds really nice. And then for nightlife, what do you suggest? So nightlife, I got introduced to a nightclub called uh, Shepherds. It's technically now called uh, Wave, Mm -hmm. but Shepherds was essentially my first nightclub that I went to when I turned 21. It was uh, brought to me. Party. (laughs) It was brought to my cousin. And Shepherds is your movie accurate nightclub. Okay. You, when you get there, it is a long hallway to a door and a bouncer. Oh, like, it, that's it is, fun. As soon as you get in, it is top floor. Or it is, a, uh, what is it, like two stories. You got your top floor full of uh, tables and people dancing up top. Your bottom floor is the bar and the dance floor and then tables, you know, like inlaid into the side. Yeah. And it is exactly what you would think. Loud music, everyone's dancing, DJ you know, go go dancing girls, whatever you want to put on to there. Um, but you also have the patio side outside, and next door is this, is this pool. Well, sometimes that they'll actually have a DJ outside of the pool. People oh, will be in fun. the pool and dancing. Now, usually they do that on the weekends. Okay, um, but it's like, like SLS South Beach. In a it is South as beach. crazy as you could think it, to, it, it, think it to happen. Now, there's plenty of other clubs around there, but for people who, uh, you know, have never gone to a club. And want to know what it looks like, or want one that they <laughs> a good first timer. Well, first timer, why not, right? Yeah. It, it, the the greatest part about it is that if you're gonna take my word for it, if I hope I hope you trust me when I say this, at least go once. The reviews of Shepherds is is like a I think it's like a three to three and a half star. It's like why would I ever go to this club? <laughs> the greatest part about it is half of those reviews are people who who are like the waitress was so rude she didn't serve me blah blah blah. It's like can't get drinks, but they're all guys. It's like of course you're not getting. Oh, of drink. course guys are getting a lot of fun there. <laughs> well, guys will have fun there, but of course guys have problems getting Absolutely. drinks. Absolutely, this right. was so loud. I remember ordering my first drink. I, I I still yelled at her, and she still didn't know what I said because <laughs> the music was so loud. I honestly, when I go out, I wonder how they hear what the hell I'm saying. Exactly. I'm I, like, can I like at this point don't even make noise. I'm like, can I? <laughs> and I like try to mouth as best yeah. I can the name of the drink, and they're like, got it. But like, I'll talk to them normal. The music will be blasting, and they just know what you. They Absolutely. probably are so used to like reading lips that they're like, got it. Uh, <laughs> Captain and Coke, got it. Yeah. Mojito or whatever. Bring a notepad next time. Notepad and a sharpie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and then and then what is Pier sixty? So Pier 60, again, bringing back kind of to my entrepreneurship roots, um, is, uh, again, Pier on the Water, but mm-hmm. it's it's literally home to artists, musicians, and performers. Oh, cool. Um, so when I was there, I had a guy doing, like, spray paint art. 
And oh, then nice. on the side, you have all these old kind of artisan shops, whether it's like necklaces or keychains or whatever somebody's making. Yeah. They always sell on there. Now, it's all vendor licensed. You'll be fine. Sometimes they only take cash. Sometimes they have like the, the square to take payments. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to see what Florida people are all about, people who are actually like out there wanting to work, wanting to... Yeah, and like small business owners. Small business owners. Pier 60 is the greatest place to go. Oh, cool. It's great. It's a great place. I and mean, if you have kids, they actually have a whole uh, playground. I believe uh, they have a open oh. playground and a covered playground, Cute. depending on how hot it is. Plenty of other shops and other things to go to to spend the rest of your day. Um, but you have that main pier that goes out that you'll just see oh, a whole bunch nice. of vendors. That's so. kind of like the pier in St. Pete. But that's a great like Saturday activity, I feel like. Absolutely. To just go and walk the pier. Your kids can play. You can shop. You can. I love to just browse little like um, handmade things or individual little um, stands at like For sure. markets. You so know, it's also a great markets. place to fish as well. So oh, like if if you have never gone fishing in, in, in an ocean, we'll put it that way, because mm-hmm. you can fish in a lake. Um, they rent out all fish and tackle and bait, oh. and you can fish right off the pier. And oh, cool. again, it's it's all just right there. So if you ever just want to go fishing, you don't have anything. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on a rod and reel now don't throw it into the ocean but yeah <laughs> you know it's 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 a nice kind of sit there grab some sandwiches some beer some snacks uh-huh. hang out there if you don't catch anything go in the water go hang out at the pier there's plenty of things to do around here right the best part about clear water and the adjacent areas is that everything's about 20 minutes away okay like, you it could feel forever away Chances are you're getting there in 20 minutes. Oh, that's, so. <laughs> see, that's really nice then. Yeah. Yeah, I hate, the long, I hate long drives. And then to close it down, I think, tell us a little bit more about um, Captain Nemo's, not Nemo's. It can't, obviously, you can't be Captain Nemo's probably for copyright reasons. Yeah. So Captain Nemo's is, uh, if you ever are on Clearwater Beach and you see the giant pirate ship can't. that is going through the ocean... It's Captain Mimos. It's also cool. very possible that it could also be just the Buccaneers ship that sometimes they just sail out for nostalgic reasons. Yeah. But Captain Mimos is basically a two-hour cruise um, where they sing and dance. It's all friendly pirates. And uh, the goofy thing that I'll – before I continue, the goofy thing that I say is I have a – still a childhood dream that uh, if, I, if, 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 if all else goes wrong, I'll just become a pirate. I don't know. Yeah, I'll why just, not? Why not? Sell the seas. Yo-ho, yo-ho. Exactly. Pirates live for me. And uh, – the other thing is, uh, it's not UCLA. It is MIT. Like, it's one of the like more prestigious uh, schools. They had such an issue with getting people to complete their physical activity portion of their general education. <laughs> they started creating classes that. that that could that could um, supplement that. Uh-huh. Well, they did things like sailing, um, fencing, uh, shooting, and all these other classes. And in fact, if you complete all of these certain classes, you can get your degree and become a certified pirate. Are you serious? Yeah, at absolutely. MIT? I think it's MIT. Oh, I'll have to look that up. That's hilarious. It is my favorite fact, and I just it, – <laughs> it still makes me chuckle to this day where, like, let's say that you had, like, a bio major, and mm-hmm. they're announcing it's, like, so-and-so bio major and they're a certified pirate. pirate. <laughs> actually a pirate. Put that on your resume. Put that on your dating profile. I'm mean, also I'll a certified you, pirate. If Tell I was me a certified yourself. pirate, I would absolutely put it on my resume oh my because gosh, it's a great talking great. point. Right, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can just, I'm like picturing in my head now like two people going on a blind date and being like, so tell me about yourself. Like, well, <laughs> for starters, I'm a certified pirate. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> That's great. Well, honestly, this has been amazing, Ryan. Thank you so much for from telling us about your salsa company, Season Salsa, to Frenchie's Cafe and all the other amazing restaurants all the way to Clearwater Beach and all the amazing water activities, PR activities that there's to do in Clearwater. I had literally no idea. I've never even been to Clearwater. So that was a treat. And Travel Brats, 
check out Ryan's season salsa um, coming soon. We'll tell you more about that uh, later this year. And um, yeah, Ryan, thank you. Thank you so much. I guess the last thing I'll say, there isn't necessarily a website, but you can find it on Instagram. There's literally nothing posted because um, this is starting and I didn't want to start advertising a whole bunch of stuff to then get people's hopes up and then maybe something doesn't go down. It's in the so beta testing. If, you, if you would like to be on the potentially the waiting list um, for what what is to what is come. to happen and what is to come, what's what's about to be announced. Um, just check it out on Instagram, Season Salsa. I get to eat it because we're tight. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but soon, soon, soon. So stay tuned. We got very exciting news um, coming soon. And Ryan, we'll see you next We'll see you next time. Yep. Yes, you will. Child Brats out. Hey there. Are you looking to sell your home the for sale by owner way? Then check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can directly buy and sell homes with no negotiations and no commission. Sellers save the 6% they would typically pay an agent, and buyers can find and buy a home in as little as 14 days. The best part? If you are a Travel Brats listener and you list your home on Listella, you get 20% off the listing fee with code TRAVEL. That's all caps. T-R-A-V-E-L. Check them out at listella.com. L-I-S. T-E-L-L-A dot com or download the Listella app today. Looking for the cutest new travel pieces for your adventure wardrobe? Then shop Best Dressed. From gorgeous sundresses to adorable bikinis and cozy sweaters, Best Dressed has the perfect travel pieces for any vacation destination. Check them out at shopbestdressed.com and use code TRAVELBRAT20 for 20% off the entire store.